everyone, I'm Caitlin. And I'm Jillian. And we are the hosts of the OK Drama Podcast. Where two friends recap and break down K-dramas one episode at a time. One episode. Technically, though, we kind of do two, right? <laughs> yeah, I wrote that when we only did one episode. Yeah. And I thought, like, we should change it up. But then I thought, maybe it can mean one podcast episode. Yeah. And technically, we're still, like, breaking down episodes by themselves. Just this is true. With, within the episode, we have two of them. Yeah. Just don't think about it too hard. Yeah. Basically, we <laughs> just like can't stop watching. So... Exactly. Um, I think about that song from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend where the, like, girls are singing to Rebecca about, like, loving yourself, but also, like, whatever, getting piercings and wearing heels. Oh, uh uh-huh. And they're like, don't think about it too hard, too, too hard. And I think (laughs) that to myself a lot. This is the um, second episode in a row that has referenced Crazy Ex-Girlfriends. I know. I just love I love it so much. It's a good I show. I miss it. Yeah, same. It is. Before we jump into the actual content of mm-hmm. episodes 7 and 8 of Itaewon Class, I did have a little I Know That Guy Part 2. Mm-hmm. Um, or, hey, I Know That Guy Part 2. <laughs> hey, who's that guy? <laughs> um... So I just wanted to share because I'm like, these people look so freaking familiar. <laughs> um, so Lee Ho Jin, played by David Kim. Did he look familiar to you? No. In okay, well, he played Soji Wan. Okay, he played Soji Wan in Hotel de Luna. He played like that bad is. guy. Oh, um, the the one that, like, murdered people? Exactly. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I was like, your face, where have I seen it before? Didn't recognize it And then, <laughs> yeah. I, because I, it takes me a, a bit, and I'm mm-hmm. like, do I just think I recognize you, like Alex, or uh-huh. do I actually recognize you? <laughs> yeah, I'm um, like the complete opposite of Alex. I don't, I don't recognize anyone. I have, like, face dysmorphia or something. I don't remember anyone. <laughs> yeah. Are you like that, like, in everything? Like, not just K-dramas, but... No, like... I... Well, I don't know. I've never really thought about it. But, like, anytime mm-hmm. you bring up, like, this person was also in there, I'm like, I don't remember them. That doesn't look <laughs> like them. <laughs> like, the dad from Bong Soon, I'm still watching him on here, and I'm just like, that's him? But I haven't, like, gone back and watched Bong Soon either. Like, you've seen Bong Soon a few times, and I only watched That's it that true. one time. And I know he I'm wondering, too, there. yeah, if maybe, like, you're slightly more focused on the subtitles than, Probably, like, taking honestly. in people's faces. Yeah, that I makes don't know. sense. Because it sometimes, like, I can catch myself, like, not even looking at the actual... Mm-hmm acting and just like reading what's going on yeah absolutely Um, kind of like glancing up and down (laughs) mostly reading with like glances up yeah that's probably what Uh, it is let's go with that but yeah uh, when alex walked by and i told like when i was watching itaewon and i was like that's bong soon's dad he was like where's his (laughs) tracksuit 
was his response. And I was like, well, now he's a richy, rich, terrible person. Uh So, Um, okay. Number two, my sweet baby angel, Gunsu, played by Kim Dong-hee, is also in Sky Castle, uh, which I have not finished. (laughs) And I honestly, I haven't talked to Cousin David in like months. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm going to have to get back on that. Um, and he's in the new show called Extracurricular on Netflix. Uh, my mom said it's really good. It's kind cool. of dark. Uh, I think it's about, don't quote me on this, but I think it's about, like, this kid who's, like, trying to get money for school, and he, like, starts doing some shady things. Hmm, okay. So I think he's the lead in that. But, yeah, and then I had a third one that I didn't write down for some reason, but... The, um, I think it's because she's, like, not a major character as of yet. Yiso's mm-hmm. mom plays a queen, but now I'm, like, blanking on which drama she's in, mm. which historical drama. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It, it, she's in, a, she plays a queen in a historical drama. There you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Your job to but find I'm, like, out, she, guys. Yeah, she looks so familiar. I kept thinking, she looks so familiar. And I'm like, but I, I picture her being more like having a more important role or something. And then I was like, oh, yeah, because she played a freaking queen. Uh-huh. That's why I I pictured her having so much more, I guess, regality, <laughs> regalness. <laughs> um, but anyway, that was my I know that guy part two. Cool. <clears throat> yes. So anything else we want to talk about before we jump in? I don't think so. Okay. Have you watched any more of um, Strangers from Hell? Uh, We only saw one episode so far. One episode? Okay. Yeah. It's more so just, like, kind of hard to get Andrew to sit for a drama. (laughs) Because I I can watch it pretty quickly. Yeah. So I'll try again this weekend and see. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. All right. Do you want to start? Uh, sure. Um, President Zhang is in Danbam, and he's with his whole crew. He and Seroyi have um, a little standoff, but Seroyi makes the staff conduct business as usual. He welcomes him and says he's been wanting to meet him or whatever. Um, President Zhang makes Gunsu feel bad for working at Danbam, and President Zhang orders a bunch of food slurps it down i don't like when people slurp that much but he slurps it down yeah, i know you don't <laughs> there's, there's, a I thought of you there's a lot this. of slurping in this show i for those of you who don't know which is like all of you i have the issue of like i forget what it's called but basically like certain sounds they just like they make my eye twitch like mm-hmm. constant chewing or slurping or even sometimes it's just like a keyboard typing, like typing aggressively or like a whole lot. It's like it's too much for my brain somehow. And I really so like... So you like hate a- ASMR? Yeah, I guess so. I kind of just get like fixated on a sound and it starts to drive me crazy. And I can't stop mm-hmm. thinking about that sound. Um, but food does it quite a bit. But he's slurping. Thankfully, it's not for a long time, but it's it's a big old slurp. <laughs> um <laughs> But he's also an asshole, um, and he tells everyone they basically have nothing to worry about because the food isn't really that good. It looked pretty good to me, though. And he kind of ate everything, I think. 
Um, yeah, he's gross. Yeah, they exchange not for eating everything. That's yeah, not gross, just, but just like, his personality and the way he yeah. went about the situation. Right. Um, they exchange some more words, and then Seruyi stands up to him again and tells him that he'll make him pay for all the shitty things that he's done. You know, going back to his dad, yada yada. Um, mm-hmm. Seruyi meets up with Hojin to talk about what just happened, and then we see a flashback of when Hojin and Seruyi first teamed up and became friends, and this happened when um, Seruyi was in prison. Hojin mm-hmm. seems cautious, um, but he and Seruyi clearly trust each other and want to work together to do this. Um, then we get mm-hmm. another flashback, and this time they're meeting Min Jung, and Seruyi makes a deal with her that if he can get President Jong to come to his bar, she'll agree to team up with him. And he wants her to inherit Janga. Because I guess ultimately, yeah. like, put her in power, get them out, fuck them over, make sure they have nothing. I think, like, his main thing is not, like, about Janga the company. It's, like, specifically... The people. Yeah, like, President Jang and Gun Wan. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, because at first I was like, why are you, like, trying to put them in a good position to, like... Like, yeah. Because clearly she's super confident, but then I was like, okay, I guess he doesn't care about, like, how the company, the company does. per se. It's more the people yeah. who are in charge. Yeah, he wants them to be, company. like, completely out of that business with nothing. Mm-hmm. Which I think is, like, a really good plan and, like, one of the worst things ever, because that guy built that company from nothing. <laughs> so to suddenly, mm-hmm. like, lose it all, and then for his richie son who thinks he can get whatever he wants. To suddenly realize that his family business is done for, that's, like, a huge fuck you. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, he'll have to get a real job somewhere else that's not with his dad. But who would hire him? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no one, I feel like, <laughs> would be able to stand him. Um, uh-huh. In the present day, Seri and Hojin meet Minjung, and she agrees to keep her end of the deal. She has made the full investment in Janga and agrees to partner with Seroyi to take down the president and Gunwan. She's not like either of them, really. But it turns mm-hmm. out that President Jong had someone follow her, of course, and he now mm-hmm. has pics of her shaking hands with Seroyi. When the camera light kind of went out and it showed them shaking hands, like full body, and it was kind of like far away, I was like, Haw, who's watching them? <laughs> who's seeing Yeah, this? I thought the same thing. <laughs> Ugh. It happens later on, too, with another woman. I'm like, well, of course this happened. God damn it. Um, uh-huh. Okay, so the two of them have an awkward meeting as Minjung suggests that the president already considered replacing Gunwan with someone more qualified. President Jong says he trusts her and she reciprocates, but when she leaves, we see him being all upset, looking at the pics of her and Seroyi. So she's kind of, like, having different meetings, and she's kind of playing the role with President Jong of, like... I'll always be by your side, and you've helped me a lot along the way. I trust you. You trust me. It's similar to mm-hmm. um, Sua, except she is kind of backstabbing him, <laughs> and Sua really yeah, isn't. I feel like with that meeting, Min Jung was also was almost like just just do it yourself. Like mm-hmm. you fucking retire and get rid of Gunwan and like all this will be way easier. Yeah. Obviously, she didn't say it like that, but it was kind of, like, hinty-hint. Yeah, Get rid of Gunwan. I'm, like, very intrigued by their dynamic, Mm -hmm. and I'm, like, very Team Minjung moving forward. Absolutely. Um, So, 
back at the bar. Yiso is all grumpy. I this is these are not good episodes for Yiso. I'm gonna no. be honest. No, not a good look she, for her. No, she shows her age off. in these episodes. Yeah, totally. Her immaturity. So, uh, yeah, one hundred percent. Yiso is super grumpy because she doesn't know everything about Seiroi's life. <laughs> like, girl, why would you? You're yep. being ridiculous. Um, and because he like goes off and he tells the rest of the crew to close up while he goes to run an errand. And she's like, let me go with you. And he's like, no, it's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Gunsu tries to ask Yiso about his family because, again, she hinted, like, you don't even know what your family did, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But at this point, she's annoyed and won't tell him. So we go back to Changa and we see President Chang getting mad at Gunwan for blowing money on the best pub show, which is mm-hmm. the show that um, Yiso got them a spot on. And what we talked Gunwan about apparently, last episode. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, Gunwan spent quite a bit of money paying <laughs> off the producers to, um, I guess, remove Tanbam from the show. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm like, Gunwan is such a fucking idiot, man. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> President Chang explains that by paying them off and, like, having to pay to get those people removed, you're only legitimizing their position Mm -hmm. in the industry and how you're scared of them you're scared of their success (laughs) yeah totally and Gunwan's like oh like he's so dumb (laughs) (laughs) um oh and like President Zhang is like of course being even more of an asshole and like hitting him and then he kind of hints that Gunwan might not be the right successor for the company Mm -hmm. like immediately after that while like the wounds are still fresh Emotional wounds. Gunsu kind of passes Gunwan in the hallway outside President Zhang's office. And they exchange words. And Gunsu, like... Or Gunwan eventually hits Gunsu because... That's what he does. You know. Yeah, that's what he does. Like, he takes out his emotional trauma Mm -hmm. on his younger brother. Like father, like son hitting. (laughs) Exactly. Um, And I'm like, not my baby. (laughs) I don't know why I have such, like, a fondness for Gunsu. I just do. (laughs) It's weird. Anyway, so he gets hit, and he's kind of like, whatever. I I only know you're hitting me because you're scared. Mm -hmm. And then Gunwan actually looks scared again. Like, he... He always has that actor makes very good scared faces. Uh Uh-huh. I don't like him at all. God. I know, he was on Running Man with the uh, girl that plays Hyunyi, and he was actually, like, likable on Running Man, and he was likable in the other shows I've seen him in, but mm-hmm. I'm like, God, you're so hateable. <laughs> so, Gunsu meets with President Jung, and he pressures Gunsu to give up working at Tanbam and just go study abroad, which is kind of, like, another fuck you to Gunsu, because it's like, it's not like I want you to come work here. Mm-hmm. Like, I want just, you to go it's away. It's more like, exactly. Just get out of here. Go away. Stop like ruining things. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, if you really want a goon to back, you should have like made him feel important to yeah. Changa. Like, even if you didn't mean it, like, yeah. <laughs> at least try to make him want to leave Tanbam. 
But this basically just makes Gunsu's, I guess, allegiance to Dambam even stronger. And he is like, you know what, F you, like, I know you guys did some terrible things to Seri, and I'm scared to ask him because I know our family was probably the ones who were, like, the bad people. Uh-huh. And then President Zhang basically tells Gunsu everything, and then he has that, like, classic fucking sociopath, <laughs> you know, it's it's the winners who write his, which is true, the winners do write history, which is fucked up but anyway um and he was like i wasn't the bad guy you know why because i won mm-hmm. and only the good guys win and i'm like okay like, okay yeah and then um in fairy obviously tales gunsu maybe. Is like <laughs> yeah obviously like gunsu is horrified and he's like um you know what say you stronger than you think and like i'm like i'm gonna fight and bye. <laughs> bye. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sua and Seroi meet up, and they're talking about the same old stuff again. How Sua feels working for Janga, and that Seroi still likes her because she's confident in herself. Yada yada yada. Same story over and over. I know they're getting boring. Do something those two together. or separate. I don't care. I just want, uh-huh. like, I want the drama of these two companies. That's what I'm interested in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not interested in any, like, romance in this show at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, back at Danbaum, the crew runs into a problem when they realize that Tony can't actually speak English. He never claimed to. All he ever said yeah. was, I'm Korean. My dad's Korean. And Yeah, I think the only word he said in English was cool. Uh-huh. If I recall, because I think they start speaking English to him, yeah. or Yiso does, or something. They're, they're speaking, like, broken English to tell him that they're not open yet, and he looks at them yeah, confused. Exactly. Like, why does, did you think he spoke English? Yeah, he does not speak he's English black. back to them. He speaks Korean back to them when they start talking to him in English. Like, I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah. Very strange. But they realize, no, totally. he does not speak English. Um, and then they worry that if Viso finds out, she'll fire him. So they're kind of pushing him to learn English. Which is like, okay, yeah, let him just take a five-minute course and he'll be totally set. It's not really how it works, guys. <laughs> um, I guess yeah. he could learn, like, English words related to a pub and kind of get yeah. that set. I don't know, just have that vocabulary. <laughs> I like I how he's like, I'm fluent in French. <laughs> and they're like, okay. Okay. <laughs> He's really funny. I want more of Tony. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, Yiso and Gunsu talk about Yiso's feelings for Serui, and she keeps Gunsu hanging on, but saying that she's not totally in love with him, and that Gunsu could have a shot later on. Kind of like hint, hint, wink, wink. Do what I want. <laughs> yeah, like oh, if you come, she says, if you become like the president of Changa, uh-huh. like maybe you'll have a chance. Like if you're super fucking rich, and he gets excited, and, uh, and then she like laughs. Yeah, she like laughs in his face, and he's like, "Ugh, <laughs> she's like, really shitty." Really Find shitty. a nice girl. Yeah, find a nice get, girl that treats you right. Get the number of those girls again that wanted to call you. Come on. Yeah, I mean, like he's a cutie. He wouldn't have any problem finding mm-hmm. a nice girl, I would think. But anyway, <sighs> my adult son. 
um, <laughs> who's only like, what, seven years younger than me? Probably, probably yeah. Eight years younger than me. So Yiso gets all upset again when Seiroi leaves. And she's like, what are you doing? Like, why? You're supposed to be here. And I'm like, dude, you're the manager. Like, he's the he's boss. He's just the owner. He, he can do what he wants. But yeah, so he leaves because he's like, I have another errand to run. And she forces himself, she forces herself into his plan. She basically just chases him. Yeah. And it's, again, like, not great, looking very immature and desperate. Mm-hmm. And the crew back at Tanbam are, like, starting to get suspicious of Yiso's feelings for him. I like how Tony's like, what's going on? <laughs> like, there's something fishy going on. Yeah. I like how he's the one that points it out. And the other one, the others are like, what? Like, I guess. Like, Really? Tony's only been here for, like, five minutes. Mm-hmm. And he already sees it. So, Iso and Seiroi take a long bus ride to Pajin. I think I pronounced that right. Uh, which is where Seiroi um, and his dad moved at the beginning of the show, like, mm-hmm. where he met Gunwan, that town. So, he can confront the detective who covered up his dad's case. Mm-hmm. And Seiroi tells Iso all about his past on the bus ride and she like starts falling in love with him and she talks about how she just listened to him like tell his story and like she never usually listens to people because she's a shitty person and <laughs> blah 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 conceded <laughs> um so Seiri tries to get the detective to turn himself in so everyone will know that Kunwan actually murdered Seiri's dad but the detective is too afraid since he has a daughter and he's like, I need to look out for her. Um, also, so now I'm, like, thinking about how he said I have six years because of the statute of limitations. So maybe he's saying he still has six years mm-hmm, to, like... Because mm-hmm. I thought he was saying, like, I need to wait six years. Yeah, to, that's what like, I thought, too. And I was I, like, what? But, yeah, but maybe it kind of, like, the way... Maybe the way the subtitles were yeah. worded was, like... That makes more sense. Incorrect. Uh, Yuso and Seiri have a moment when... I did not like this scene. <laughs> yeah. Yuso, Yuso and Seiri have a moment when Yuso cuddles up to Seiri and starts crying over his scars. And she realizes she loves him. And I did appreciate how Seiri is like, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> when she, like, whatever, makes her advances towards mm-hmm. him. But... I don't want to sound like a total Yiso hater, but I was just like, come on, girl. Like, stop. I get that you're probably, like, overcome with emotion hearing this dude's story, and obviously you like him, but she's just... I don't know. I sound like a prude, which I'm not, but I'm like, (laughs) she's just, like, so forward about everything, and I'm Mm -hmm. like, you need to play it cool. Like, you need to chill, and that's probably just my personality. And usually I'm, like, she super is... passive-aggressive. <laughs> usually she is pretty cool about everything. Yeah. But not this. I guess... <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that's, like, maybe supposed to make us realize, like, how much she actually cares for Seiroi. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm like, oh, it's just kind of cringy because I just... And I think... I don't want to speak for, like blanket a blanket statement about all korean dramas but i just am not a big fan of like huge age gaps and i know theirs isn't like humongous Mm -hmm. but it's still like he's pretty significantly older than her Mm -hmm. 
and he hasn't like done anything with her yet and he's still like i think pretty respectful of that but i'm like just just don't <laughs> do so <laughs> stop uh well yeah but. he's still in love with suva so yeah that's all he thinks about totally i feel like i was gonna say something about that whole moment Oh, I wonder how much the gardener or whatever who took the fall got paid. Mm-hmm. And if he's worth talking to. Yeah, I wonder if he'll come back later. Yeah, because obviously he didn't do anything at all. And I'm sure mm-hmm. they paid him. Or did right. something to like let him take the fall, have him take the fall for it. I don't know. But I guess if you're like confronting everyone to try to get the truth out, you should try to confront the person who had to take the fall for fucking murder. Yeah. Manslaughter, whatever like, it would be considered, I don't know. I was... I don't know. I Part of me feels like the cop or the detective or whatever he was. Uh-huh. I was just wondering, like... Because he made, he made it seem like he would go to jail if he came clean. Which, like, yeah. maybe they would in Korea. I don't know. Cops in America... We all know they're. <laughs> we have issues. <laughs> yeah. Um. So maybe they would like be harshly punished, but I was just wondering, like, why couldn't he just speak to a journalist, like, yeah. off the record, or not? That's what be I was like, thinking. You know, too. I want to. I want to re- uh, have my anonymity, mm-hmm. but like this happened, mm-hmm. and because he must yeah. have actual evidence of it being Gunwan. And yeah, it wasn't the gardener. He must have that information. So if I was him, right. I would just like anonymously send it to a reporter or something and like tell the story of what happened versus like mm-hmm. going somewhere and telling the truth. Right. Or like, yeah, just give it, just make copies and give it to Seiroi and be like, mm-hmm. I still, you know, like I've been threatened. I, I need to look out for my daughter because I'm her only parent. Mm-hmm. But like, Hopefully you can make what you can, like, make use of this information, this evidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But he's like, a, I can't do anything. <laughs> for a second, it seemed like he was caving and was about to. But mm-hmm. then, no, it didn't happen, <laughs> which is really shitty. Yeah. I'm, I feel like at some point it will come out. We just yeah. have to, like, wait and see. But, yeah. I feel like that'll be, like, an episode 15 thing. Yeah, like totally. Because <laughs> it's like, I think the biggest thing is him getting justice for his dad. Yeah. So that's probably going to be a while. Sua, the next day, it seems, goes to borrow ice at Dunbaum. And it just seems like you're reaching for reasons to go over there. Why do you need <laughs> ice at this specific place? I don't know. Didn't make any sense to me. Yeah. But she goes and Seri announces that they have a new building owner and their rent is increasing. So they're all looking through the contract confused. Sua actually reviews it, trying to help um, and find a loophole. But the crew at Danbaum will need to find a new place, is what she kind of figures out at the end. Then Seri mm-hmm. is like, I'll just call the new owner and talk things over and hopefully we can like figure something out. Like It should be totally fine. And he calls him, and he's all happy, and I already fucking knew what was going to happen. Of course, it's President Zhang. And it's like, 
well, of course, the fucking richest person who has all these other locations and businesses is going to buy your little place because he's an asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the episode ends when he realizes who it is and his face is like shook for the gods. He's like, yeah, <laughs> no words. <laughs> <laughs> I Ugh. like how he was like, hey, like, I'm Paxeri, blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. And he's like, it's me. And he's like, who? Like, how did <laughs> yeah. you not immediately think? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's Ugh. only your arch nemesis. <laughs> God. Um, yeah. Okay, well, let's just keep going because it, like, okay. basically immediately goes to eight. So President Chang invites Seri to Changa to talk things over, um, even though he's like evil cackling on the phone because he's like, ha ha ha, you should come so meet me. Stupid. We'll talk things over. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, after the phone call, uh, Seri kind of confirms like, yeah, like pre- fucking President Chang screwed us over again. And so Yiso lashes out at Suwa and poor Gunsu. <laughs> And she was like, fuck both of y'all. Like, you because you're his son. You because you, like, still work for him. Mm-hmm. And then Seiryu, like, yells at her. And he's like, hey, you need to calm down. Like, you're about to cross a line. And then Yuso storms out and, like, fucking throws a fit with Sua's ice bucket. And just, <laughs> like, it's, again, she just seems so immature in these episodes. Yeah. Like, Has he already pulled not- off her... Um, name tag? No, like. that's okay. later on. Okay. I think that it's, we're, like, building towards that. Gotcha, okay. Yeah, so Sua goes back to Janga, and, um, Gunwan tries to talk, like, the Janga uh, pub, not uh-huh. the headquarters. Yeah. And, uh, Gunwan tries to ask her on a date, but she rejects him, and he asks if it's because of Seiruyi, because, remember, Gunwan is, like, super stoked, because he's like, I can marry her. If uh-huh. she will have me. Um, <laughs> she will and, have me. Gross. Yeah, no. She makes it very clear. Uh, she says, no, it's not because of Seiroyi. It's because of Ajashi, which is Seiroyi's dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one you hit with your car and killed. He was like a father to me, so please stop hitting on me. And, and again, like, he's got his dumb shocked face. Yeah. Every fucking time. I, she made it so clear. He's always, like, yes. he's always ready to, like, talk shit and be this, like, big, tough dude. But immediately mm-hmm. someone, like, comes at him and he has no words. It's amazing. Yeah. Never it's, fails. It's crazy. <laughs> Seiru goes to Janga and the meeting with President Zhang is a complete mess. And basically President Zhang tries to gloat about what he just did and says that he'll buy out every building in town to make sure Seiryu can't have his own pub. Then he brings up Gumsu and says that Seiryu should let him go. They exchange words, a lot of back and forth, things about power and kneeling again. This guy, again, really loves people kneeling before him, like he's a fucking god or something. Um, mm-hmm. But Seiryu finally just says that... Um. What he wants isn't money. And his strength and power comes from people and their bonds and trust. And he tells President Zhang that their story will only end once he is kneeling and receiving punishment for all of his sins. Like, yes. Yep. 
Because I think that's the thing, too, with, um, with, like, richy people, like, evil billionaires or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's, like, they can't fathom that people would value people over money. Mm -hmm. Like, it's... When he said that and President Zhang looked, like, shocked, I was like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, he, he didn't get it. even consider, yeah, that Seiryu's not doing this for money. And He's Seiryu, doing it. Seiryu didn't hire Gunsu yeah. to get back at him. He hired him because mm-hmm. he liked him and trusted him. Yeah. <sighs> Goodness. Yeah, I, I liked that. I like Seiryu a lot. Yeah. So far. Yeah, definitely. He's pretty like so, cool headed and yeah. He thinks things over, he plans. Treats yeah, people well and fairly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so I liked this scene. Sua confronts President Zhang about his behavior and calls him out on being so emotional. Cause she's like but he's already in a pissed off mood because mm-hmm. I guess this is maybe right after his meeting with Seri. But uh, she kind of tells him, like, hey, I know you've made some unconventional decisions in the past, but they've always, like, benefited the company. And I feel like right now you're being too focused on Siri and not thinking about, like, the company overall. Mm -hmm. And he basically yells at her and just kicks her out. And he's like, whatever, like, I know what I'm doing. (laughs) Uh, But she's totally right. I Mm -hmm. mean, like... He literally says he would buy every building to make sure Sato, you can't have a pub. Like, how many, probably millions, billions of dollars, mm-hmm. maybe not billions, but like millions, are you spending? Like, I know that was kind of um, an exaggeration, but like, he's, he's totally focused on Sato, and he's like totally not like, he he can't beat us, whatever, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Like, he is so obsessed with him right now. Yeah, I feel like in his eyes, it would take, like, maybe two or three locations to totally screw him up and for it to mm-hmm. be impossible for him to open up another business. But two or three locations, mm-hmm. like, that's a ton of money to have to buy into a building. Like, mm-hmm. what are you then going to do with those buildings? And, like, if you turn them into restaurants or pubs or whatever, like, are they actually going to last? Mm-hmm. Or are they just going to fail because you're not going to be able to put in the correct amount of effort and time and money into them like you do your other stuff? Yeah. Not very well thought out. I don't know. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, Yiso continues to be a terrible person to Gunsu, and Seroyi notices at their company dinner. And on their way to the club, Seroyi and Gunsu have a little heart-to-heart, and Gunsu apologizes for all the shitty things that his family has done to him. Seroyi tells Gunsu that he hired him because Gunsu reminded him of what he was younger and he looked like he needed someone to lean on and he thought that Donbaum could be that for Gunsu. And then they hug it out. Mm-hmm. And I definitely see like a lot of parallels between people in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, even like sometimes Suwa and Gunsu in terms of like, yeah, he was rich and came from a rich family, but he also didn't have anyone. And neither did she, you know? And they both had to kind of figure out how to, like, work for themselves and do things for Mm -hmm. themselves. And then there's also, like, Gunsu and Seroyi not really having anyone and needing, like, a figure to sort of lean on. 
Yeah. There's just like little similarities between people throughout the show. Yeah. <laughs> and then being both kind of like sensitive and uh-huh. like looking out for people. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, I, I didn't write this down, but I thought it was so funny how they were talking about like going to the club at their team dinner <laughs> and Sun Kwan was trying to teach Tony how to like approach girls the exact the same club. way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh Sarah, you just tells him to sit down, like <laughs> stop. <laughs> Cause and Tony looks so excited. He's like, okay, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so cute. Um this club fun does not really happen though unfortunately Mm -hmm. um they go to a racist club and the bouncer won't let tony in because he's african and tony keeps insisting like i'm korean though i'm Mm -hmm. but i'm korean and his korean is like amazing um but the bouncer Mm -hmm. doesn't believe him and hyun yi and sung kwan jump to tony's defense but yiso is just like really rude and points out that tony can't be korean because of his dark skin and Tony tears up, and he just, like, yells again, like, I'm Korean, and he calls her mean, and he runs away, and it's really shitty, and everyone looks at her like, what the fuck, Yiso? Goddamn. Yeah. And I, I wrote bet- down, fuck Yiso. <laughs> like- <laughs> In these episodes, yeah. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> and at that same point, as he runs out, Seroyi and Gunsu are walking in, and Yiso uh-huh. fills them in on the situation. Zero sympathy towards Tony or what just happened. And Seroyi tells her off, and Gunsu just doesn't know mm-hmm. what to do about her or the situation. Everyone's uncomfortable. Everyone's in a bad mood. The whole, like, team dynamic is totally shit right now. <laughs> it yeah. sucks. Um, and then the next uh, morning... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. Oh, well, I was just going to say, like, um, I feel like Hyunyi and Sun Kwan are just kind of like, what the fuck is happening? And yeah. poor, poor Gunsu is just having, like, an identity, an emotional crisis. And, yeah, like you said, everything is just, like, up in the air. Yeah, Sun Kwan... Because they still don't have a location. Yeah, Sun Kwan and Hyunyi have literally no idea about anything. <laughs> like, all it seems that they know is that... Um... President Jong is Gunsu's dad, and he ended up buying the business for some reason or the building. But they don't yeah. know like anything about anything. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so the next morning, we see that someone, Seroyi, has tagged the club's entrance, calling them racist, and everyone's kind of like smiling and like, fuck yeah. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Hojin and Min Jung are concerned about Seroyi's plans since he won't give up owning a bar, even though it's causing him more trouble than its monetary value. And I think what they were thinking is that he could just go ahead and sell, get what he can from mm-hmm. it, and then um, put that money into like stocks and stuff again and build it up before he does anything. But he's already yeah, told them, I- like, no, I'm going to keep this pub. Yeah, I think Min Jung says something like, well, he can come work for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know exactly what she meant by that, because she's, I think she even said, like, he can come work for one of my companies or something. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe she just meant, like, she has an in for him Yeah, somewhere. But, yeah, like, he, they have options for him other than running the bar. 
Yeah, he's very stubborn in that the bar is where it's at. That's where I'm going to stay. And I think that goes back Mm -hmm. to his dad, too, and his dad Mm -hmm. wanting to open that place and not being able to. Um, But Seiryu thinks about everything and says he has a new plan. He meets with Minjung and tells her he needs to pull his money out of Janga and explains that the pub is so important because of the people in it. And she's Mm -hmm. kind of just like, okay, I guess, whatever. It's your money. Yeah, I think she says something like that he reminds her of his dad Mm -hmm. or something, so that's nice. Yeah, she gets, like, a little flashback of her dad saying, like, of his dad saying, like, what's a business without the people in it? Mm -hmm. And, like, the people need to trust you and you need to be able to trust them in order for things to actually work. Yeah. So... Back at the bar, uh, Yiso continues to be ma- to be mean to baby Gunsu until he reveals that his dad will leave them alone if he leaves Sanbam and follows his dad's orders. Um, and everyone, so like after that, Yiso is like grinning ear to ear, and she was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, okay, Just then, <laughs> yeah." Um, and everyone is worried about Tony since he hasn't been showing up to work. Since the incident at the club, which, again, like, he's probably really hurt and embarrassed, like, understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, Soon Kwon presses Yiso to apologize to Tony because she was, like, an awful bitch. Um, but then Suwa comes in to return beer. And I'm like, like you said, they're just thinking of ways to get her in this bar. Yeah. And I'm like, in what universe does it make sense But Janga? Like, again, the chilies of this area (laughs) (laughs) runs out of beer before this tiny independent pub. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, whatever. Um, Blah, blah, blah. She comes to return the beer. So she's kind of just there. And then Seiroyi comes in after his meeting or whatever with Minjung. And Yiso is immediately like, uh, Gunsu has something to tell you. And I hate how she puts Gunsu on the spot like that. <laughs> yeah, like, he looks really uncomfortable. So, yeah. Uh, again, so immature. It's It was very much read like a younger sibling uh-huh. or like mom or dad comes in and they're like, uh, guess what this person did or mm-hmm. something like that. So Gunsu, like we said, is totally put on the spot. And he tells Seiri that he wants to quit, um, Dambam. But Seiri asks him to stay if the only reason he wants to quit is because of his family. And Yiso interjects because she's like, no, no, like, he needs to quit. <laughs> um, and she explains that Gunsu promised to get President Jung to leave them alone if he quits. And she explains that they can run the pub easily without Gunsu and save a lot of money and trouble by not having to move. So she's, like, being very cold and calculated mm-hmm. by saying, like, look, Gunsu isn't that special. Like, we can hire another person. But by him leaving, like, it'll be so much easier for everyone. Yeah, and this is totally and, her, like, mirroring President Zhang, too. Yes. And, like, coldness in terms of, like, employees and company and managing and stuff. <clears throat> yeah because like to her people are all expendable mm-hmm. and i mean she's even said that earlier like she only makes friends or like talks to people who can benefit her in some way yeah um like tangibly not emotionally 
And yeah, so Sadie asks her, like, okay, well, what do you think we should do as the manager? And she, like, very confidently supports the idea that Gunsu should quit. And she's like, well, obviously, like, we should fire him. Yes, like, he should leave. And then Sadie, like, gets really pissed and rips off her name tag in front of everyone. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, and then they get into a big fight. He tells her that she doesn't deserve to be a manager. And she points out that they'll never beat Changa if he treats the business like a family. And they, like, keep going back and forth, saying the same things, like, he's too sensitive, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Um, and it basically ends with Yiso telling him that he's responsible with coming up with realistic alternatives if they can't get rid of Kunsu. Because, like, he's the owner, and she tells him, like, I bet my life on you, and, like, you need to be able to lead us just, like, not into the ground just because you're emotional. Which, I mean, she kind of has a point in that, Mm -hmm. like, you can't just hold on to everybody and think, like, oh, we'll work it out. It's fine. Because people Uh, are relying on this company succeeding. Exactly. But also, she didn't really give him a chance to be like, I have a plan. (laughs) She was just immediately like, fire Gunsu. So, um, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I feel like a lot of what she's saying makes sense. It's just Mm -hmm. more of like her delivery and her coolness towards the situation, not really giving a shit about other people. Even though it seems like she kind of does. It's like a weird Mm -hmm. sort of, she doesn't know how she's saying things. Yeah. I don't know. Totally. Yeah, I think, like, she doesn't know how to save face. Yeah. Like, she just says stuff and people's feelings be damned. Like, mm-hmm. whatever. Um. So, Seri is like, hey, I have a plan. It's realistic, and I'm going to buy a building. And everyone's um, like, what? Yeah. And then I think he storms out because he's like, fuck all y'all. Like, mm-hmm. I'm buying a building. I can't deal with this right now. Um, so Yiso can't believe it. But Suwa tells her that Seri never lies and never says stuff that he doesn't mean or go through with. So she's like, hey, let's go get some coffee. Um, and they end up talking about Seri. So Suwa gives Yiso advice that she shouldn't try to change Seri if he's going to be on his side. And that she should support him and realize it's his mission to do things differently from President Zhang. Because I think Seiru even says that, like, if I was going to be, like, President Zhang and just, like, fire people because they get in my way, like, what's the point? Like, yeah. what's the difference? Um, and Yusuo tries to be defiant and tells Suwa that she doesn't understand Seiru, and Suwa confirms, and she's like, you're right, I don't understand him, like, I don't agree with his methods, which is why I'm not on his side. And I, at that moment, I kind of respected Suwa because I was like, I mean, she has a point. Like, it's mm-hmm. not like she's like, I'm in love with him and I get him and you just don't understand. She's like, no, like, I understand him more as a person or like, I get what he's doing, but like, I don't agree with it or like, I can't empathize with it. So that's why, like, I haven't mm-hmm. quit Janga and like, I'm not 100% team Seri or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and that, and then Sua gets up and leaves and reminds Yiso that she hasn't given up on Seri and still believes in his feelings for her. 
And I think she calls her, like, a little one or cutie or something kind of, like, demeaning. Yeah. She does <laughs> but, not like that. <laughs> yeah. But, but I was, like, I don't know. I just have mixed feelings about everyone, basically. Well, I guess just those two women. Like, Yeah. They have their high points and their low points, both of them. Um, Issa runs to Gunsu's apartment. She apologizes, and he acts pretty coldly towards her, which is a first, it seems. Um, mm-hmm. She tries to be really cute and sweet, and then and then she cuts the crap and tells him that she only came to apologize because she's in love with Seiroi and wants to be on his good side now. Cool. Okay. Yeah, I was like, bitch. <laughs> It's fine uh, if you're doing that. You don't need to say it. Like, that just causes more tension and awkwardness. Like, come on. Yeah, I mean, it would be one thing <clears throat> if she was like, look, Gunsu, I know you have feelings for me, but I don't, like, I'm really in love with Seri. Like, that's mm-hmm. all she had to yeah. say. Just be like, I'm sorry. Like, I think you're a good person. <clears throat> Whatever. Yeah. But she's like, no, the only reason I'm coming here is because I want Seri to think I'm a good person. <laughs> like what she does Ugh. not make you a good person uh, no. we we then cut to tony trying to get family records about his father but he's having a really hard time because the only proof that he has is a family photo of him and his dad then mm-hmm. back at the bar the crew reads a post that you published on her blog blasting the club for discriminating against tony tony shows up and they start talking about whether he's korean or not same thing and Yisa tells Tony that she'll help him find his father so that he can become a Korean citizen. She also apologizes for not taking his side at the bar. And Seroyi looks proud of Yisa and puts the name tag back on her. And everyone at Donbam seems happy except for Gunsu. Mm-hmm. Mm. Poor Gunsu. I like how Tony is like, um, my stomach hurts, even though he's getting like emotionally like <laughs> uh-huh. happy. <laughs> I'm like, man, he cries. He's yeah. a crier. Very emotional. Uh, the mm-hmm. Dunbam crew moves into their new location, and President Jung and Gunwon are shocked when they learn that they can't buy the building because Seido Yi already owns it. So in order to buy uh-huh. it, they'll have to buy it from him, and that's not going to happen. I don't know right. why they thought that this wouldn't be an option for him. Like, they, they know how much money he has, considering how much yeah. he's invested. Like, I don't know, these people. <laughs> it's because like they're so narcissistic that they mm-hmm. think they're the only ones that maybe could come up with a good idea or yeah. like, have money to buy a building yeah. I don't know they're shitty they're dumb um, mm-hmm. Seroyi starts to worry when an old lady loan shark comes by and tells them like oh you bought this business you bought this one Poof. good luck every location mm-hmm. every place has failed at this location here's my card not cool. Yeah. I know. I'm like, I wonder how she will come into mm-hmm, play. <laughs> mm-hmm. But she's just doing her job, too, I guess. Uh-huh. I don't know. Um, But they're still getting things ready. They're excited to open mm-hmm. again and do the thing. At the same time, Minjung meets up with Seroyi, and they agree to keep their partnership up, even though he had to remove his investment from her side. She tells him that he reminds her of his father again, and they talk about his goal of having enough power so that his words mean something and that no one can mess with him or the people he cares about. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
Yeah, I I liked how Min Jung was like, dude, it's fine. Like, you didn't even have that much money. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's like, you only had 1%, so mm-hmm. it's don't not worry a big deal. It. Yeah. Um, so Suwa and Seri meet up again and they talk about his new location and the business. Seri brings up how much um he needs or no, sorry, Suwa brings up how much Seri needs Yiso, and he confirms saying he can't imagine Tambam without her. And then we cut to Janga, and fucking Yiso is walking through the door at President Jung's office, and we're like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. The end of episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm very curious about that. Yeah, I'm gonna bet that it's not what it seems. And she's, yeah. like, I feel like they're gonna try to want to buy her, like I said a couple episodes ago. To hire mm-hmm. her to work for them because she is really smart and she is very talented and knows how to make a business like really well and something that people actually want to go to. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to try to get her, but I feel like she's not going to budge with them. Yeah. Or she's going to try to like do fuck some them like, over. Yeah. If she'll do some like double agent stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But one would think that they would be very suspicious of her. Yeah. Because I mean, she's like, I don't know. I guess they also don't know that she's like completely obsessed and in love with Seroi either. That's true. I guess they probably only think like, yeah, she's like a young, a young girl that like could be swayed with money Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and money and power, which, yeah, I think she could, but (laughs) she (laughs) seems, she seems to try to change in order to get Seroi to notice her and like her. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think she would have made that blog post otherwise. Totally. Which I'm like, so is she still racist? Or what's the deal with that? I don't know. <laughs> is she just pretending not to be racist so Sato mm-hmm. you will like her? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I she think, hired Tony, but... I think she, I don't think I don't she's know. racist. She just doesn't really care about other people mm-hmm. being racist. Yeah. Which I guess kind of, I don't know. It's like she's not um, like she's not full on racist. She's just she's just like, kind of like complacent <laughs> with what's happening. Mm-hmm. Like this is just what happens. Oh well, whatever. Like I don't know. Yeah, like if it's not affecting her, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who cares? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, let's get into fashion because I thought there were a lot of pretty good looks mm-hmm. in this. Um. My first one is Min Jung's coat with like the built-in scarf thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you noticed that it was like a camel color, I guess. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm just like obsessed with Min Jung, and I'm like, I just want to look super cool and classy and still stylish when I get old. <laughs> um, which I guess she's not even really that old. I think they say she's like in her forties, but. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Yiso had, like, a cute hound's tooth, I said that weird, hounds, <laughs> um, tooth coat, houndstooth cape thing that was, yeah, like, belted. I, I wrote that one down, too. Mm-hmm. I put jacket, and, question mark, because I couldn't tell, like, what specifically <laughs> it was, but it just looked cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I thought Seri, like, cleaned up very well. He looked really good when he went to meet President Chang. Mm-hmm. Um, in his Let's, like coat and turtleneck or whatever. Uh huh. 
Yeah, there was one point where he's in like an all black outfit. I don't remember mm-hmm. where it was, but I liked that look a lot. And then Sua had like some really cool big sunglasses. Oh yes, I think it was I the first those. the first episode that we of this these two. Um, yeah, and then Tony's cool half plaid half black jacket. I love a half oh, yeah. half jacket. Those are always fun. And then Minchuk had like a weird like earring slash necklace set. Like oh, they were connected. Yes. The earrings were connected to like the back of a necklace. Like it was weird looking. Yeah. It was interesting. It almost looked like the things like you put on glasses, yes. like a glasses chain. Mm-hmm. But, but on her ears for earrings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell yeah, like if I cool. liked it or if I thought it was weird, but I was interested in it definitely. Yeah, me too. Um, also, I this just continues my obsession with Gunsu, but I just like I guess he just has that like very I guess trendy young person Korea like Korean just sweaters in mm-hmm. jeans and like cool sneakers or whatever. But I'm like I feel like that look just suits him super well. He had one pullover a couple episodes ago that just said bagel, and I thought that was really funny. (laughs) That's funny. Does Alex know your love and obsession with Gunsu? Because I feel like he wouldn't like it. No, but my it's more like a motherly love, so I think he'd Mm -hmm. be okay with it. I mean, maybe I don't know. Alex gets kind of his feelings hurt if I show interest in any other person that's not him. Um, yeah, I feel like Alex would just get jealous if you're talking so much about sweet baby Gonsu. Yeah, I, I was saying, like, I just think that I, my feeling towards him, towards him are not in any way, like, sexual. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just want to make sure, like, he is protected from this cruel, harsh world. <laughs> um, like, I just want to take him under my wing, even though I'm pretty sure he's taller than me. Yeah. And be like... It's okay. We'll protect you. <laughs> I don't know why. I He kind of played a similar character in Sky Castle. Hmm. Like, just very earnest and, like, wanting to do well. Um, but, yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> Alex doesn't listen, so he <laughs> will yeah. probably never know. Yeah. And he's not um, watching either, right? What? He's not watching either. <laughs> no. <laughs> He he just like kind of comes in and like peeks his head and is like oh mm-hmm. and then I'm like so this happened and this and he was like oh, okay and then <laughs> yeah I don't even tell or Andrew else, about it <laughs> he sometimes Alex is like you don't have to tell me it's okay <laughs> and I'm like oh all right um do you have an I love you I do not and honestly I'm not even like paying attention to that right now I'm more like mm-hmm. I want I want the intense like back and forths and the arguing mm-hmm. and the getting back at each other yeah i'm, I'm i guess own... i guess instead of i love you moments i'm looking for like fuck you moments uh, like okay well did you have a fuck you moment <laughs> well the big fuck you moment was it's like the the two the two whatever so what's his face buying the building and then say to uh-huh. buying the other building like it's just yeah. like a back and forth sort of fuck you um, uh-huh. and that's really exciting to see. I would say those are, those are the two big fuckies for me. Yeah. 
Well, I really enjoyed, uh, or it was just very heartfelt when Seri and Gunsu had their little heart to heart. And I really liked when Seri is like, well, I hired you because you looked like you could use someone to lean on. And Gunsu was like, I don't need your pity. <laughs> and he's like, no, it's because you reminded me of myself when I was young and I needed someone to lean on. And I yeah. thought we could be here for you. And I was like, oh, because Gunsu has like tears in his eyes. Seiri like, is... He does need someone. <laughs> Seiri is definitely the older brother that Gunsu wishes he had and never had mm-hmm. growing up. I'm wondering, um, this is kind of like bleeding into predictions corner, but Mm -hmm. I feel like it was maybe last episode or I don't know when, but like at some point Gunsu is like, yeah, one day my brother got beat up at school Mm -hmm. and he like really took it out on me. Uh Um, and I'm wondering like if we'll ever like get to see like that Seiri or Someone will connect the dots yeah. and be like, oh, Seiryu was the person who punched Gunwan, who then, like, hit me. I mean, I don't think yeah. he'll kill a whole thing against Seiryu or anything. But um, I just thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but for a fuck you moment, uh, you know what? To be honest, I really liked when Seiryu ripped off Yusuf's <laughs> name tag. Because uh-huh. I'm like, thank you. Put her in her place. Like, mm-hmm. Obviously, like, I don't want that to sound sexist or anything, um, but she's being a bitch, and I do not appreciate her behavior, because it's, like, racist and mean and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I feel like she's someone who's still too young and Mm -hmm. has always gotten what she wants, and everyone kind of follows her and loves her on social media, so she's always kind of been around that. And kind of mm-hmm. has no idea of, like, how to actually connect or interact with people. And she's incredibly, like, childish in terms of, like, an older person that she's infatuated with. I don't know. She just hasn't learned yeah. how to how to be a good human. And I feel like she's never had to learn because she was just, like, popular and cool and is good at everything. Didn't really have to work at stuff. And her mom was, like... And her mom was really shitty. Like, Like, I don't know. You are special. You don't need to learn how to be a good person. Yeah. And I think, like, she needs someone like Seiroyi to rip the name tag off of her and Mm -hmm. give her shit so she can finally start to realize what her actions kind of do. Mm-hmm. And hopefully change as she gets older. So I don't know. Yeah, totally. Um, I feel like there was another moment where I was like, "Oh shit!" But I can't remember. <laughs> Maybe it was just like when Seru bought the building. I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that is a good." Because I was, I read the Netflix, um thing uh-huh, what is it called yeah synopsis description and it was like uh Seiroi, like tries to like make a new business venture some bullshit like that and i was like oh what's he gonna do instead of the pub <laughs> <laughs> but uh no it's just like i guess being a building owner mm-hmm. to them is a new business venture which i guess it technically is but yeah um yeah i was like oh that that was like shocking and also 
Yes. Um, what else? I guess that's it for I love you slash fuck you. Um, <laughs> uh, do you have any predictions? Hmm. Well, I feel like and I hope that Yuso will not be going to Janga and it's all going to be sort of like an act to give them another fuck you. Mm-hmm. Um, and hmm. Gosh, I don't know. Yeah, I kind of feel like um the the whole like cliffhanger of Yuso walking in could just be a total like watch the next episode and mm-hmm, then it kind of mm-hmm. like turns into nothing. Yeah, like they just want to invite her to work for them or something and she's like, "No, fuck you." Yeah. Um but I don't know. Yeah, we'll you see. never know. Um and what else do I think? I feel like that lone shark lady has to come up again somehow. Yeah, I don't know definitely. How. Again, yeah, I don't I don't know if I have predictions. I it's just things like, okay, well it's more just me like putting the the like pictures on the bulletin board. I haven't connected the red string yet. Yeah, you've maybe like, <laughs> but I'm, like circled some faces. Uh, yeah. But nothing is okay, like I'm connected like, yet. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, okay, the detective has to like keep being involved somehow mm-hmm. or like that story. And I still think that that one guy in prison is gonna show up again. The like really cool one, the boss. Oh yeah, I feel the crime like, boss. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he's gonna play a role. Like he already went by and first enjoyed the pub, and that's how Sun Quan started to work for him or whatever. But I feel like he's yeah. gonna come back again and be in an even bigger role. Yeah, I'm wondering if maybe he'll be involved with the Lone Shark Lady because mm, like. Mm-hmm. Crime bosses mm-hmm. and loan sharks t- tend to go hand in hand, <laughs> especially in Korean dramas. Um, I don't know. I don't know. You know what? I was wondering, like, I guess the loan, sh- or not loan shark, the crime boss guy, I forget his name. Mm-hmm. I guess he was okay with just losing Sun Kwon to Seri. I guess it maybe wasn't like an actual gang where it's like. Yeah, he might have just like you're dead said, if you hey leave guys, me, but- we're going over here like maybe it was just like his friends not necessarily like people he works or he works with them but they're also his friends i don't know but he seemed pretty cool like not angry i don't know yeah he Hmm. didn't seem like someone like president jonk who takes everything like super personally personally Mm -hmm. yeah Hmm. well i am very excited for the next round mm-hmm. of episodes. We're already halfway through the series. Yeah. Right? I think there's is there 16 of these? I think so, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm excited. Oh yeah. Same. I'm like really upset because I was looking for gifs on Twitter and I saw some spoiler. Yeah, that's <laughs> some spoiler gifs. That's the problem. And I was like I, I need to stop. Yeah. I need to just make my own. <laughs> I've thought about it, and then, like, I remember in the past with, like, other shows where I've gone in, and I've been like, well, I shouldn't be looking at this stuff right now. Then I have to, like, yeah. stop myself and get out of there. Yep. I'm like, I guess, guys, I just have to make my own gifs from now on. Yep. 
where your eyes need to be very selective of what they're looking at. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, uh-huh. don't look. <laughs> um, okay, well, other drama corner. We don't really have any except for Mystic Pop-Up Bar. Again, super cute. It's cool. not like award winning or any or like I don't think it will mm-hmm. be. It's just kind of like cute and uh it has some very like heartfelt moments. But um what else? Oh, I started watching Running Man again cuz I I think I go through like phases where I just like binge them and then I like wait a bit and mm. then I and then you have stuff to binge. Uh-huh. That but it it just makes me laugh so much. I don't know if it's dumb, but I was having you know, I've been having kind of a hard time with work mm-hmm. and quarantine and just spending <laughs> a lot of time by myself mm-hmm. during the day uh and working super long hours, but I put on Running Man and I was just like laughing my ass off and <laughs> I was like, this is nice. <laughs> it feels nice to be happy. That's good. Um, yeah. So I am like, if if anyone else is feeling lonely or sad and just needs like to laugh at really stupid stuff <laughs> that you don't have to think about, Running Man is good. That's the and one. funny. Yeah. Um, and um, they, like I said, two, like Hyunyi and Gunwan were on a mm. kind of recent episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Cool. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first episode of Strangers from Hell was pretty good and, like, weird. A lot of weird mm-hmm. characters. Um, but not a whole lot happening right now. Just interesting. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, um, do we have anything else? I don't think so. Okay. Well, <laughs> um, if you guys are watching anything super good right now that you think we should also be watching, feel free to tweet us at OKDramaPod. Um, we're also on Instagram at OKDramaPodcast and Facebook OKDramaPodcast. Or you can send us an email um, at contact at OKDrama.com or just OKDramaPodcast at gmail.com whatever you want to type in um and we have our new website okdrama.com there you can find past episodes and just some you know general fun stuff like supporting the show links um if you do want to buy some cool stuff from fashion shingu or Tebak Box, um, if you use our link, we will get a small commission, and that just helps us, like, pay for fun stuff coming up on the show. Mm-hmm. So, um, I guess that is it. I think so. Awesome. All right. Well, um, I guess you guys tweet us and tell us your thoughts on episodes seven and eight and have your questions for nine and ten for next week and we will talk to you guys next time bye goodbye okay drama